You're listening to Going Legit with Rachel Dorsey. Going Legit explores entrepreneurship at every stage across industries. But right now, during this time of outbreak and widespread coronavirus, we're shifting focus not to talk about how businesses are thriving and growing, but how small businesses are pivoting and shifting their models to survive. Thank you for being here. Well, Jade, I wish we were coming together under better circumstances, but alas, here we are. That's right. So as of right now, uh, you know, the situation has been changing really, really fast. And there have been a lot of communications coming and every every district, every state, every city is handling uh, this coronavirus differently, mm-hmm. uh, depending on what's happening in, the, in their communities. But as of right now, the pretty much the entire Bay Area is starting a mandatory 24-hour lockdown in your home. I don't know if lockdown is the right word, but that's certainly what it feels like. Um, so my first question is, how are you? Yeah. I think it's for longer. I think we can't leave until April 7th, actually. Right. So I think that's what I should have said. It's a mandatory 24 hour for the next three weeks. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wish it was 24 hours. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, what's, what's, what's that? How is it for me? Uh, let's see. I mean, it's going to get really nerdy. Like I'm thinking a lot about the Franco-Prussian war. (laughs) I'm thinking a lot about World War One and World War Two. I'm thinking a lot about the Spanish Revolution, and the uh, span. Actually, it's not a revolution. They wanted it to be a revolution, but actually, it was a civil war. And I'm thinking a lot about what those people went through in terms of their isolation and how um, this is really nothing compared to what they went through. And it's uh kind of leaning on history in that way is giving me a lot of really great perspective. And, you know, beyond that, I'm just really, uh, just wanting people to get it together. I'm like, say more, like say more. What do you mean? Like, are are you, what's, I'm like, this is is serious. Like, because yeah. in some ways, and I was just speaking to my husband about this, in some ways we are, we're fighting a war in some ways. And it's kind of wily because there's no, I mean, not kind of wily, it's like beyond wily. And that it's something that we can't negotiate with. It just is. Totally. And so I really want more people to realize that that's a fact. It's not an opinion, that's a fact. And so... Uh, those are the things that are on my mind and it's feeling very um, at the one time at, at one time it's feeling very um, real and uh, serious and also I am like balancing that against my own privilege and my own resources and the fact that we started taking this serious really early and are prepared um and then thinking about all the people that you know also were taking it seriously but not in a position to be prepared so kind of just holding our place in history along with our the seriousness of the moment at one time mm. mhm mhm so you you have a lot of 
children relying on your space and your work and a lot of families relying on your space and your work. And from the time that you and I first spoke, you know, and I asked you, hey, would you come talk to me about this stuff? And now the situation has changed to such a degree that it's like parents aren't, there isn't even really work to be done for a lot of parents, um, which is also scary for people who need to earn money to make a living. Um, but if, if we were to take it back, you know, like two weeks ago, I'd love to hear, uh, just for people who don't already know you and what you do, just the quickest snapshot of what your core business has been. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll ask you a little bit about how you're shifting that model to serve people in this new time. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so we're Sunnyside micro school. We're uh, a very, very small school. Uh, that's designed specifically for children that conventional school doesn't work for uh, due to neurodivergence or twice exceptionality, which is that um, just kind of defining those terms a little bit, like my students have abilities that are ahead of age mates or ahead of grade level, and then some lagging skills at the same time. So developing kind of out of sync or asynchronously to their age mates. We um, are an alternative education um, outlet. Uh, we offer, so it's, you know, uh, self-reflections, uh, evaluations rather than grades. Uh, growth is tracked in a very sort of holistic way. It's project-based um, thematically, whereas STEM school, so heavy focus on science and math. Um, yeah, so that's what we've been doing and then I think you asked, like, how's that changing? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, so, so yeah, because I asked a lot of things. So that's, you know, that's a snapshot of how you've operated for the last several years. Yeah. And, you know, can, I know that you were going into spring break right when this that's all right. occurred. Um, but, you know, those two weeks are going to be up and who knows what's yeah. going to happen at that point. So right. I'm curious how you are shifting your model, if you're shifting your model, yeah, we're what totally you're thinking about. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So talk to me about that. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, my first step was to meet with all my staff virtually <laughs> and, um, to talk about like who was up for what, like who had the sort of like emotional spaciousness to like put more effort into a pivot. Right. Because that's really what we were doing. Um, and like get everyone, kind of pep talk everyone, get them on board, be like, let's do this thing. And um, and then create like an online offering, which we have a one-on-one model coupled with a group learning model. So there's an opportunity to work one-on-one with a person in math and language arts and then also do project-based group work. Um, and so just thinking about what, how that would translate online. And luckily the one-on-one work translates really easily, sort of, uh, the group work is a little bit more of a question mark, which is, I'm, I'm interested to see how it's going to all shake down. Um, yeah, so that's what we're going to do. So we've got our, we've got our one-on-one math and language arts slots, and then we've got our, um, and then we've got our online co-works, which is what I'm calling them. Where the kids, uh, they, you know, so what we're learning about right now at Sunnyside is atoms, uh, the periodic table, and atomic structure. And so that's, everybody's been given, like, a set of projects to choose from about those topics, about those items. And um, 
and then we're going to work on those projects together online. And I kind of like skewed the project options to be very online friendly so that, you know, the kids could have something to show us and feel excited and feel motivated to keep going. Was there ever a time where you considered like, we're just going to shut it down and we're going to put a pause or oh, you that was like 15 minutes ago? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, okay. Cause it's, yeah. it feels again, like things are just changing so, yeah. so fast that yeah. I think that like a lot of business owners are balancing between serving the needs of the community paying bills and you know keeping doors open so that when this thing passes there are still small businesses that exist in the world and i'm curious if you've had a thought process around that um and what has been your sort of motivating what have been your motivating uh factors and drivers well my first is that um you know just making sure that we stay in connection with our students no matter what so that's you know, that's the things I've been talking to, like, I've been talking about that with my teachers, like, you know, I don't know that any actual learning is going to take place or that we're going to be able to track growth or, or anything like that. I don't know if anybody's going to like get any skills this next couple of weeks. But what I do know is that people are going to show up and that we're going to talk to kids about whatever they're doing that day. And that's going to like, and that's going to maintain this connection that we've worked so hard to build over these last several years. You know, mm. and like mm-hmm. that's number one is making sure like, hey, I'm here. I'm showing up. Things are weird. We care about you. And we want to know about like the weird drawing you did today or like the the like, you know, just fight you had with your sister or whatever, you know, um, that's like first and foremost for me with my students getting through these next couple weeks. And then beyond that, I'm thinking like okay, like whatever we offer these next couple weeks has to be like extremely high value because we don't know what's going to come next. We have to give, you know, we are a for-profit, like at the end of the day, like we do, people do pay us for a service. So that has to be like diamond level, you know, whatever, the whatever is beyond diamond level. And so if, if, and we do have to stay online for longer than we intended to, people feel like, okay, these are people I can trust. These are people that show up for my kid. These are people that I want to continue to pay. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how are you maintaining, well, you shared a little bit at the very beginning about how you're maintaining some perspective. So I don't need to to grill you about that. But what (laughs) I am curious about is how you're maintaining a healthy mental state and how you are um, how are how you are using your sort of more spiritual leanings to um, to nurture yourself during this time? Yeah. And like, what might you offer to to the listeners and to the community um, that might support them as well? So I have a pretty strong um, spiritual practice, which I spoke about, you know, the last time that we talked for uh, your podcast and. Um, it's been interesting. And the to... last time we talked, not for my podcast, because <laughs> yeah, we talk right. about it every time we talk. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, and it's been interesting to approach my practice from a place of such unknown and kind of duress. Um, 
Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been interesting to see like what comes up for me during these times because it's really sort of, I've noticed that because of the heightened stress, like my contact with my intuition. So just like I'm a, I'm a tarot card reader and I give like intuitive counsel and advice is um, a little bit, uh, I don't know what the word to call it would be. It's like, if my intuition was like a straight line, it's like really wavy or something Mm. or like Mm -hmm. the signal comes in and out like sometimes I'm hit really hard with like an intuitive sense of something and then other times it's like what like (laughs) like and so that's been kind of like navigating the ins and outs of my of my intuition which is something that I um rely on heavily during this time of like very much unknown and stress has been uh has has been fascinating to me Um, and yet I continue to do that. And I think that that's one of the things, right? Which is like, you, you do all this work to develop these practices, um, to develop these habits, healthy habits. And you do that so that when you go through stuff like this, it's there for you. And, um, I'm just really, really glad that I did that work on the front end so that I can kind of lean into it now because it feels really important. Um, yeah, it just feel, it feels really important to me and also to talk about kind of beyond me. Um, yeah. If there was one sort of message of hope or comfort that you could share with listeners, what would it be? Uh, I think it's to know that uh, there are a lot of really, really good, smart people working on this. And that's cool if you think about it. Or if you, you don't even have to think about it that hard. Like, there are a lot of really good, smart people working on this. And you can be one of them. And the way you can do that is to stay home. (laughs) And so, like, wash your hands, you know? Uh, All the stuff that we're told to do that is uh, become kind of, like, almost cliche by now. Um, It's not cliche, though, (laughs) because people still aren't doing it. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, like, the idea of being a part of it is by you know and doing your part is to definitely like follow the directions of uh you know those who are learned in the ways of kind of like medical science and um and know that there's like like I just I've said it two times now like know that there's really smart clever people working on this and that it's gonna be handled and so what you're offered what I'm offered people who aren't kind of like on the front front lines of solving this problem is this space to be really thankful and to be really grateful and to sort of notice where you're at in relation to, um, well, actually that's not what I want to say. Just notice where you're at, you know? Well, thank you. I'm, I'm thankful and grateful that you made time to talk with me and, uh, We're all in this together. 
Absolutely. Yeah. I'm but, talking uh, but to my apart. friend. Yeah. I was talking to my friend Heather. Like if you ever needed more evidence of our interconnectedness than now, well, you've got it. You've got all the evidence you need. So you've been listening to going legit with Rachel Dorsey. This episode was produced by me and it was executive produced by my company bone and gold. It was edited by my husband, Drew, and the original composition is by Taylor Joshua Rankin. These episodes were recorded and edited and produced while our kids were in the other room or maybe even on our laps, because you got to do what you got to do in times of Corona. If you're interested in more small business resources, if you're interested in coaching around pivoting or coaching around business planning while things are slow, feel free to check it out at goinglegit.co. We've got a whole season of episodes there. We've got worksheets, we've got uh, articles, and we've got uh, workshops, and we've got coaching resources. So check us out at goinglegit.co if you're curious. Again, please share with your friends. The more people that hear this, the more people will feel a connection, and maybe it'll help us see a little light at the end of the tunnel. Stay well, stay healthy, wash your hands, don't touch your face, and share that toilet paper. Thank you.